Hello. You are listening to the KGFC Festival Talks podcast. I am your host, Craig Horsley, and we are coming to you from the Kew Gardens Festival of Cinema. And we are running from August 3rd to August 12th at the UA Midway in Forest Hills. That's Continental and Queens Boulevard. And also at the Queens Museum located in Flushing Meadow, Corona Park. That's where the 1965 World's Fair was and where the iconic Unisphere is. So today, we are speaking with uh, Irina Verina, um, and she will correct me now. <laughs> <laughs> Irina Verina. Okay. And uh, she has a wonderful feature film called Us Forever Ago, and that's perf- that is going to be shown Wednesday, August 8th at 1 p.m. at the UA Midway. And she is a, I, I don't know, quadruple, quintuple, quintuplet threat in this uh, business, because not only did she write, direct, act in this film, she also produced it, and she's a performance artist that does uh, dance, clowning, and she's located both in Philadelphia and New York. So, uh, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, tell me, uh, I don't like to describe the films that uh, because I don't want to give anything away that mm-hmm. the, the writer... Uh, it doesn't want me to, so can you describe what Us Forever Ago is about? Mm. Yeah. Um, I would say it has two, two main components. Um, and one of them is the scripted part, and that part is about a young woman at the different stages in, your li- in her life. Um, one when she was making a film between 2015 2017 then there is one her in the future looking at herself at that time and then there is her acting in that film and going you know through some things in her personal life um, while she was doing that and then there is a second part that are actual like live interviews uh, live interviews um, <laughs> they're interviews with a real female artists without script without script right and so those two components are sort of like you know at some point there i just just smashed them together and um yeah that's pretty much it i mean that's that's one of the reasons why it was hard for me to describe i know it's (laughs) it's part documentary almost Uh yeah and part uh written scripts scripted yeah and there's some beautiful imagery thank you and uh you have uh so now, wh- how long did how long ago did you do this film? Well, we we uh, we actually shot our first um, shot <laughs> on March first, two thousand fifteen, during the snowstorm in New York. Yeah. Yes, I saw some some pretty good yeah. snow snow I know. <laughs> images. <laughs> that's that's the one. That's today. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then w- w- we finished. Uh, I want to say in September the same year 2015 but then right after we finished I I, I got just like uh, swallowed by performance art I, I, st- I went to study at Headlong Performance Institute in Philadelphia and I was just just like oh my god this is the whole new world and I just want to do this um, yeah and it was also the first time where I met people who were making work for the sake of work Mm-hmm. Um, and not that uh, making work for any other reasons is is a bad reason, but I just never met met that before in that amount. You know, people just like so care about the actual work, and 
and not about getting famous, which is again nothing wrong with that. Right. But I just never, I never saw that before, and and I was like, oh my god, and they go so deep, and they just like s- spend so much time researching things, and and they just really care, and I want to be in that environment. So I I got sort of like into that world, and and then uh, um, I want to say 2016, I edited like somewhat and 2017 was when I was just like jumping to it and edited it and I, f- I, I applied for grant um, to, to finish the sound and I got a grant for the first right. time yeah and yeah it was just yeah it was quite a process so now March to September you, f- you filmed mm-hmm. um, did you also film the interviews at that point yes we did and and it was pretty much um, I was um, like I want to make this and I I'm gonna go with what I have, and that meant that uh, when I'm gonna have some money uh, to hire um, DP, I'm gonna film another interview, and then I'm not gonna have money, and then I'm gonna have money, and then I'm gonna film another interview, and the same um, was somewhat somewhat the same with the um, with the scripted part. Only, of course, I had to keep like the, an eye on continuity because certain things were uh, filmed apart. Um, yeah, so I just have to be very vigilant about like uh, wearing certain clothes. Uh, like right. uh, 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 yeah. So now, um, what's interesting in with what you've just said to uh, to me? Uh, so you, when you started taking the classes in this, in, and you saw a different type of artist, yeah. did you have any thoughts of interviewing them and interspersing some new interviews into the already piece? Or now are you thinking of? creating a n- whole new film with that, those voices. That the, uh, good eye, good ear. <laughs> You're picking up on things. <laughs> Great job. Um, actually, yes, I, I did have uh, an idea to film some of the people in Philadelphia, and it didn't work out. It just, like, time-wise, it didn't work out. And I was like, um, like all right, that's not um, what's going to happen. And then last year I had this, um, and it's more like, imaginary project right now because I, w- I was so busy with editing and everything I w- there was no way it w- would have happened but I had this project and I had a name for it and the name was the Witches of Philadelphia because I've, I've, n- I've never been in a place where that concentration of a female artists who are like badass and they're, they're incredible and I like uh, just I was like what happened I, and, and I had this image like the witches were flying and they, and they decided to land in Philadelphia and that's where they landed, and that's why <laughs> this artist there. And I'm gonna go and I'm gonna, I'm gonna record it for the history because people have to like remember it. There was a time in Philadelphia where there's like all these amazing women making work at the same time. What is like? It's magical. I have to do it. So uh, yeah, I did have an idea. I still have that idea. Right. <laughs> well, keep on going. Yeah. Well, what's what's interesting, for, you know, especially me being from New York, we just think all the art, you know all the creatives are here, yeah. and it's wonderful to hear that you're seeing creatives in Philadelphia also. Oh, they're everywhere. I yeah, we're New Yorkers are like, I'm, oh yeah, it's, everything I'm, is here. I'm not a snob. No, no, no. I was just <laughs> no, like I'll you. Be <laughs> I was exactly, exactly what you said. <laughs> but it, but again, it's it, it, people who are in New York, they think their, own, their shows can only be uh, produced mm-hmm. here. They can only find the actors here and really there's an entire world out there. Yeah. And so any of you who are listening, if you, uh, you know, you can't just stay in the in the little radius that you're living in now. Philadelphia, Florida, everywhere has some wonderful. Detroit. Detroit. So much. So many things happening there right now. Oh my god. So many so, things. So, um, you are multi-talented, and 
you've you've written, which is kind of a solitary thing, I guess, because you're at home, and then the editing you had to do on your own. But you you are a performer, so tell me what's your favorite thing? Do you love being up on the stage in front of a live audience, or is it okay being filmed and then cleaning it up? Hmm, that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, I am. Um, I want to say I'm very introverted by nature. That's on one hand, and. On the other hand, I um, the, the the connection that um, happens in the live performance um, between um, you know the performer and the audience and uh, that that is um, I probably uh, um, you know if you're looking for that if you're looking for connection in life, which is like sounds so silly uh, like childish, but. Uh, I am, <laughs> and I think probably everyone does, right? If if, if uh, you're an introvert, but you need that audience participation to get that energy, like when you're in, your energy is at a certain level, but what, the more you're alone, it may deplete. So you need that audience to increase it again. Mm, it's 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 it may be not exactly that. It may be more of a paradox. It, but, uh, um, but where I'm going with that, that um, I'm like maybe natural introvert, and then again, the the, the things that I get from the contact right. with, um, it's it's like, oh, can I actually live without it? But again, I want to intercept. We can actually get at least a lot of that in just walking down the street oh, and, yeah. and being present and noticing people, right. and noticing when somebody needs help or noticing when somebody like you smile to somebody and 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 you talk a little bit and so like those things that we get from the performing yeah it, they're not just there they're in real life every day and that's yeah that's and just and and when you go and you perform people are there with a very open mind i think to see um, what you're it depends it depends on the, on the venue it depends on um maybe it's like a work in progress showing and there are like five different artists and they came to see like three of them and then there is me with my like talking about my personal life <laughs> you know and like doing some crazy dance and they're like oh, i'm not sure i wanted to see them <laughs> which is totally fine yeah. yes so so you seem extremely busy uh because not only are you working and 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 creating but you're also going to school too oh no no i don't oh no, no. you went to the uh High long performance institute yes it's a semester of a program which right. i did in 2015 so it's uh okay, so it's all with that. done yeah it's all done and then you uh did so, but you did clown yeah but um you know every actor d does that we take this like either ongoing classes or workshops um um, people do it for different reasons. I just wanted, always wanted to study, for example, pachinko clown, so I did that um, in May. Um, so yeah, but uh, usually, like actors who are constantly auditioning, they take ongo ongoing scene study classes, yeah. for example. Yeah, that's like okay. the thing. Yeah. So, so when you were talking about the uh, the mm. the class where people were performing just for the sake of performing, or um, it's it's a wonderful thing there are there are business people who work all day long and then they'll take an acting class and they know they're never going to actually get paid for this but it's something that that enriches their soul and makes them through the day the next day when they're doing 
the mundane work. So it's very interesting when you've, you you come into contact with people. Yeah, I, I, we actually did. Um, I had I had some talks about it with my um, friends who are actors about that. That um, because of the nature of the uh, the work of an actor, for example, a performer of the like you think about presence or like being and picking up on signals and feeling things and being with your emotions and asking constant questions why am I doing this why am I thinking this? there is actually some like we have some kind of value to give bef beyond making a film and making a work but, but it's almost like on a, on a therapeutic level sometimes. Yes. So funny. Um, yeah, and I, and I had a conversation with somebody, just a stranger sitting on the, on, on the subway with me, and he was like, yeah, um, all I do is I go to law office, and then I go to gym, and then I go to law office, and then I go to gym. And uh, we had a conversation about that. Yeah. Tell him to take an improv class. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in the in the create you since you produced this, um, who did you get to do the editing? Did you do some most of the editing on your own? Did you mm -hmm. um, during the the evolution of the film from the final filming to the final cut? Uh, did anything change in your vision in this? Oh yeah, everything changed. I didn't. I I'm I'm. Um, all I did when we were filming it, I was just following three impulses. W one was I wanted to interview women. I wanted to shoot this uh, film about women, a woman looking for validation outside of herself. And then I wanted to like document some like change that's happening in the world. I had no idea what what change or anything, but it was just like something in the air. And so all I did was follow, um, just follow those three impulses. And and then I. While I was doing it, I started having ideas how I'm going to put them together, but it happened in the editing. Right. And then I, I gave it to, to a couple of people to look at it what, um, when I had the first cut. And it was so funny, you know, there I had different um, feedback, and, and then it was with one person. And I kind of feel a little ashamed talking about it because um, I wish I'd, I just did that myself. But after after talking to him, he almost like gave me permission to do something about this film to make it more like meta and to add more la layers to it, to actually add my current feelings about it, and then I I actually added my possible feelings in like in the future about it. So um, like while talking to him and and um, when he was you know telling me his feedback he gave me that permission to do it and I was like fuck you know I you know I wish like you didn't I wish I just like discovered that myself <laughs> like I don't need anybody's permission but it did feel like permission I was like oh. I, it, it's it, you're using that word which is is a wonderful word that there are so many things that people want to do yes and they're afraid to do it yes and they actually need someone else's permission to do it yeah, it's and, it's, and it's really it's funny. Really, it's it, and it's not just filmmaking; it's just life in general. The permission is we we, we doubt ourselves so much. We need somebody else to give us the permission to do it. Yeah, thank you. I was just uh, on the train, and I was thinking that oh, partially this film is about celebrating doubt. Yes. <laughs> so, uh -huh, and yeah. and knowing that you're going to make a mistake, and every mistake is is a lesson. So it's great, um, and so. You've had some great success with this film. Um, it's been shown in 
other festivals. Tell us, tell me a little mm-hmm. bit about that. Yeah, we had a little preview at. Uh, um, do you know New Ohio Theater? It's in New York. It's a, it's um it's a basically a, a great place for experimental theater, and they started doing a film festival uh, recently. So we had our preview screening screening there in in winter, and then we premiered an art of book and film festival uh, in June. Yeah. So, and and we got a little um, yeah we got a little honorable mention mention award from. Indie Gathering. Great. Film Festival. That was lovely. Yes. And uh, how big are the screens that you've seen the film on? Because the Midway is a beautiful theater. Really big screen, comfortable seats. <laughs> um, have, have it's a plug-in. No, well, no I'm, I'm, I'm be- it's great. Because I'm also excited uh, to see, if you haven't seen it on a big screen, what your reaction will be to see it. Okay. On I saw it on a big screen, but I've never seen a DCP copy okay. of it. Which I'm really looking forward to, just from like a geek perspective uh, of like, oh, what it's like. It's supposed to be like the best quality thing ever, uh, and I'm like, okay, I want to see that. I mean, I always uh, when it, many of the people I've been talking to is the first time they've seen their film on a big screen, mm-hmm. and I say, I almost would like to have somebody take a picture of your face when you see, because it's going to be wonderful. I mean, you're going to be, you know, <laughs> so excited about it. <laughs> Um, so, th- so what mm. do you you have so many uh, talents? What's your next thing that you're going to be doing? Mm. Thank you for asking. I'm I'm working on this solo show. I had a solo show um, performance piece in 2016, and I'm working on the second one. And <laughs> the title for it right now: Russian American Odyssey. And it's hmm. I don't know yet how to describe it uh, properly, but it it um, it there's been a lot of things that have been coming up for me in the last two years because um, I was born in Uzbekistan, but I lived for quite a long time in Russia, and my parents are Russian, and then I I lived for a long time in in America, <laughs> so I'm sort of like ha- have my foot in both worlds. And sometimes they're very similar, and and people don't even know how similar they are sometimes, <laughs> which is really funny. And sometimes they're so opposite, and another you know different spectrum of things. And and so it's basically just like I'm like excavating all of it and putting out there. It's um um it's, it will be very personal, but at the same time with like this massive like big historical thing in the background. Right. Yeah. And this will be a live performance. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so 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 far it's planned for the end of the year. Yeah. And it'll incorporate dance or is it you? Yeah, it's, a it, mm, what, it's what? basically going to be um, theater, dance, clown. Yeah. Sometimes embodied stream of consciousness, sometimes a dance, sometimes audience participation. Um, yeah. And we're hoping to do it in New York or Philadelphia? In New York. New York. And, then, um, and then in Philadelphia, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, definitely you'll have to keep us informed on okay, that. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> and you're in the process of writing it now? I'm, I've really written it, so it's in the process of being, like, figured out. Because I'm a very physical performer, so um, it's, it's basically getting into my body right now 
and you need to have a good enough su- size theater space. To no, 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 no. Actually, no, because I, um, the, the 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 actual performance space will probably be m- like an allegory for my psyche. So okay. you're like you're getting into somebody's brain, and here's the things, crazy things that's happening in this person who lived in both countries, and this is what, like, um, how it manifests itself. And uh, sometimes you might not even understand what what it is, but you hopefully feel what it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to, <laughs> to, to seeing this. Um, definitely in New York, and by the end of this year, hopefully. Thank Great. You. And I just want to tell everybody that uh, this was. You pronounce your name for me, please. Irina Varna. Okay, great. And uh, the film is Us Forever Ago. And um, it's it's um, uh, being screened Wednesday, 1 p.m., August 8th. And I want to thank her. And uh, But before we leave, I'd like to thank our wonderful sponsors, uh, Blog Talk Radio, for providing an excellent platform for our podcast. I'd also like to thank the Atiz Cafe in Kew Gardens. That's where our lounge is, and that's where we are taping these wonderful podcasts. And um, they are actually offering anyone who has a ticket or a badge 10% off on any baked good or coffee from now until, for, until August 12th, which is the end of the, of the festival. Our festival is, again, at uh, the Midway on Continental and Queens Boulevard, and also in the Queens Museum in Flushing Meadow Park. But you can get some more information uh, to, on how to buy tickets and our full lineup on the, our website. That's www.qgardensfestivalofcinema.org. Uh, That's uh, Q-K-E-W, Gardens. And um, thank you, Arena, and go see her film. <laughs>